1: Wow, guys, this is a really, really, really interesting and productive and depressing and interesting conversation with, I think, two star turns by our teens.
0: Yeah, the teens are just great. Yeah. Um, just great. I mean, uh, Carlitos speaks with such force, doesn't yes. he? Which is really interesting. And and Maddie's is more of a sort of... She goes everywhere with this, yeah. doesn't she? It's like a range, long-ranging... Professional. <laughs> um, mm. But, yeah, yeah... Both sad and honest. You know?
1: And if we're really honest, it's all about mobile phone usage. And uh, I just want to get to the end so I can get back on my phone. There you go. Good morning.
0: Good morning, or evening, or afternoon, where, what, where wherever, and whatever you're doing. Hang
1: on, we'll just, just at one time. Hang on, hang on, I've just got a text. Hang on. Yeah.
0: Hang on a minute, I've just got to look something up.
1: That's oh no, hang on, hang on. That's WhatsApp as well. Bloody That's pretty hell. much the whole of our lives in this house. Someone's just—I didn't want them to see that I'd seen their message, but now they've seen that I've seen their message, and I'm they know that have I'm to online. The message. <laughs> You've guessed it, guys. What are we talking about today? not
0: We've but, invaded our own yeah. privacies with phones.
1: Yeah, our, our, smartphones. Our,
0: our, we have no privacy.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is less about... We're going to talk less about, you know, the obvious dangers of smartphones, i.e., you know, trolling, bullying and all that, because we've kind of discussed that in other things. But it's the way in which smartphones have impacted on our lives, our friendships, our family time... Just the dynamic in a household when you're sort of in the house together, watching films, watching programs, mm. having dinner, trying you to you talk might not to each know other. This,
0: but it is this month, um, safety, mobile phone safety awareness. No. it is really. So, so yeah, we're not really talking about that. And um, there's loads of apps yes. and all sorts of things, isn't it, that people can tap into to for younger kids? It's more about within our own homes, our own behaviours mm. with it. and we have done. The, a chat on this a long time ago but i do think it's a chat that comes up all the time as parents what, this say all, that again all the time as parents no. it never goes away no because it is uh, phones are the beating heart of many homes
1: oh my god i mean i felt rather smart i swear <laughs> okay easy talking. um i felt a bit smug the other day because does your phone give you an alert as to how much you use it
0: uh, I at don't the end look. of have I
1: refuse week. to look at it. Oh, right, yeah, well, it comes through, I'm like, on a Sunday evening or something, If I search it? for it, I can
0: find
1: yeah, it, I don't it's know. so shocking. Well, I I, I was rather smug this weekend, because it said I was. I used my phone seven hours less last week. But... But do you know Why? Because I use my other phone. Exactly. But
0: <laughs> isn't, doesn't it also, if you've got an app open, it will record you as... And I leave everything open that yeah. I've used, so I, that, yeah. so I can't work out. But I, but what I know is I spend too much time on my phone. What I know is that when we went to Cornwall earlier in the year and I left my phone in my bedroom every day and had the day without it, mm. I felt like a completely different person. Right. There's no two ways about it. No two ways about it. I was happier... I was more in the moment, I was experiencing things so much better and, and fully present with my kids. I mean, Kiki's... I actually asked You're Kiki... You were more fully present
1: with me as well.
0: I asked Kiki on day three and I read two or three books. You know, I asked Kiki, I said, oh, is it? Is it, you know, can you notice the difference with me not having my phone? This was in Cornwall. She went, Mum, it's so nice. <gasps> I felt so
1: bad. Yeah.
0: I mean, of course, we were on holiday. We didn't have work going on. I mean, my dad, I spent uh, quite uh, quite a bit of time with my dad yesterday. We went to hospital together. And he said to me, he just looked at me and said, it is extraordinary, your phone is extraordinary. Stickers, you are running your office, and it was because he was with me. I had a call with my agent. I was doing an email. I phoned somebody else about thing. I was showing him and and I was showing him was involving everything mm. I was doing. I wasn't I wasn't doing it on purpose to show him the power of the phone, but it was just it struck me how struck he was mm. by how plugged in. He, and he wasn't saying it in a negative way, and I thought this is the problem with it. It gives us so much freedom. I could do everything that I had to do yesterday, but also, you know, go and look after my dad. And, you know, we are a mobile workforce the entire time. And I think that's the problem for us. It is the entire time. It's seven days a week.
1: Well, I think that's very different to teenagers, isn't it? Because, I mean, as parents, we have the most perfect perfect cloud cover for, um, for our usage of a phone because, yeah you know 95 to 90 percent of what we're doing is work and there's a huge crossover for us where social media is part of that work exactly um but i would argue that for for teenagers a huge part of their engagement with the phone necessarily is driven by the fact that all of their peer group are on the phone so it's all well and easy now the 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 springboard for us talk having this conversation was when one of our children came home and said, a friend of mine doesn't have a smartphone. Mm. Do you remember? That was when we went, oh my God. And what was she shocking... My,
0: her mum has never let her have yeah. one. And what was shocking was our shocking our was, taking our breath,
1: response was one of It like there'd
0: been a murder.
1: What was your first you? thought? Why did you think it was... Why did you react like that? If there was a top line as to the reason why. The
0: very first thing that I thought... The very first thing that I thought was poor, poor child. Yes, so did I. Because I know and I believe that children are left out of everything without the phone. Like, they will say, if you're not in the photo, you weren't there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you're not in the photo, you weren't there. Yeah, but that's what now. That's so. so toxic. that means none of our kids are in our family. So that is
0: so toxic <laughs> yeah. and so awful that that's what the majority of children live mm. with, and it's. I said so. We we both immediately said, didn't we, to this to our daughter? So what does she do?
1: Well, I went straight to, and, and it's interesting where denial and ideas of addiction kick in. I went quite quickly to, in my shock, when we heard this, I went quite quickly to, well, that's impractical. What does she do in an emergency? How does, because I'm always thinking about how to get to the kids if something awful is happening. I was thinking, how does she find out where she's going? She won't carry an A to Z, that's the thing of the past. How does she contact her parents if there's a problem? And I thought all of that really was a disguise for what you're saying, which is everyone needs to be plugged in. Yeah, because we've become that, so because, codependent. Because that's the
0: nature of yeah. this of this little, you know, this little baby here that we love so much, is that it, it has made us... You should talk about the phone, by the way. It has made us believe that we are 100% reliant on it at all time for our safety. And I tell you what, I've never felt less safe in my life. We've got ring phones, we've got this, we've got secure... We've got all sorts of things going on. <laughs> and we don't feel safe now... Thinking about that, if Maddie was out for the evening and I spotted her phone on the table... I yeah, would panic. I would immediately start catastrophising that yeah. everything of the worst things that can happen was going to happen. Now, we as kids went out every day and every night without a phone. We were completely mm. uncontactable. And things happened, not dissimilar to the things that have happened to our girls when mm. they've been out and about. And what if we don't... What did we do? I was trying to... I can't remember what we well, did. I, I remember... We'd tell our parents no, once we
1: got home. <laughs> I, remember getting, I remember distinctly going into phone boxes at certain times and either phoning a girlfriend or phoning home and saying, I'm not coming home, so I'm going to be late, or stuff like that. So you would... And that was responsible. I was responsible in that sense, because... You know, many kids just didn't. Many kids just went, on going out. And then if you didn't come back, the parents would be like, where did you stay? Where did you go? I mean, that was, those were the questions that were asked. But, I mean, going back to your thing of if you didn't see the phone and going back to this story that we heard of this child that didn't have a phone, I was made quite quickly to become... I was forced to become aware, and as we were thinking about doing this podcast, I began to realise just how programmed and conditioned and addicted we are. All of us, all generations, all part of the family structure, we've become inextricably entwined with something that if you see it on the table and your child is out, we assume they're suddenly less safe than they would have been with the phone. Exactly. I mean, what kind of psychological codependency does that create? Now
0: the other thing mean, it was interesting because when we said to our daughter, what does what does this friend of yours do? And she said, Well, she's got an iPad, so she's managed to get Instagram <laughs> on there. And I <laughs> no, well, thought, got you a know. Tablet. Where there's a will, there's a way. A way yeah. Isn't it? Because if you're not on Instagram yeah. and you're not on I mean the big one is Snapchat. Yeah. And that's right from our eighteen year old down. You know, Snapchat is absolutely Sort of the open vein back and forth to your friendship. You know what group. I want to do. If you don't have it. It's a nightmare. What
1: I want to do at some point, I want to try and I'm, I'm wanting to try and approach Snapchat to have a conversation with them, so they could give us a steer through the highs and lows and 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 perhaps put to bed some of our worst fears. I had Snapchat. a bit of chat. No, yeah, I know. I think we, should do, on, yeah, we should do it on. Yeah, but we should do it on to
0: talk to me when when. Snapchat. Maps. Yeah, when we did a book on all of this, but um, yeah. You just get
1: the party line, that's what you get. No, 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 I know, but I think it would be quite fun. Um, so, look, here's a list of... Here's a list of some of the more obvious... Ten, I thought this was funny. There's a list of ten things here, which it says, what are the most dangerous things? What are the effects of mobile phones on teenagers? <laughs> right at the top, it made me laugh. Teen tendinitis. God, I get mean, like that sometimes. Pain in the fun. hands, back and neck. So if your child's got lots of headaches... Wow. Stress. Uh, and this is the stress of social media. This is the stress of feeling like you can't miss out. And, uh, you know, we've noticed already, even with Kiki going to school, that the upbeat, the uptick of snap, 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 snap... Oh, all it's like just stuff. constant. It's constant. Sleep loss. Kind of well, obvious that's one. the they one They sleep thing with their phones nearby. Right,
0: so Maddie is my huge worry, because I know she has that phone on all the time. She's the biggest addict in the house. But, um... Kiki is absolutely brilliant. She goes up to bed and she yeah, turns her good. phone off. And that's because her greatest fear is being tired. But she said she says that most of the teens that she knows are up till three, four o'clock in the morning. And actually, she was called by um, an old friendship group that she had she, because apparently you're supposed to keep your phone on all night in case something terrible
1: Happens to who
0: to one of your friends, so you have to be available for your friends. How stressful Haven't is that? Have they got
1: parents that need to deal with all of that?
0: Um, so well, this is what I said. I mean, what's why, what's why, the why, thing when you put it on silent or you turn it off? What's it called? Do not disturb. Plant. Oh, right. So she said they, they will laugh at me, her friends, because she said literally, You cannot disturb Kiki because <laughs> she turns off. No, on
1: I I do, she's very I mean, whereas I mean, Ma- I Ma- Ma- Maddie at the opposite end of the spectrum will always use the. Argument that she like, and obviously she's a musician. She's a singer. She wants to listen to her music. And I remember, I for me, music listening at night was such an important yeah, part of we going know to it's bed. Not just that. No, no, no. We know it's not that, just <coughs> that, but it also is partly that because I remember mm, how important that. music was, was to me. And I used to listen to my first my Walkman and then my CD Walkman, and it was wonderful with your headphones that would then snap and pop off and put you in the eye because they were kind of metal around your head, weren't they? Um, so but my friend Donna, every night,
0: her and her husband and her kids all plucked their phones since part of their routine downstairs in the kitchen and go up to bed mm. and she said my shoulders just drop she said just the just the relief as I leave that oh, phone yeah, downstairs yeah. and and I'm the a release. bit like Maddie release. I'm a bit like Maddie I have to have that meditation on to it because I've got tinnitus I have to have something on otherwise all I can hear is my ears whistling yeah. but then of course as soon as you've taken your phone up Then you look at it, you have a last look at your Instagram, Mm. then you can be the scroll of terror, Mm. then you fall into a hole. And so, although our kids might take their phone upstairs because they need music or whatever, nobody is is um, immune to having a little look round. and we know how that can end
1: up. Listener, you're going to have a gleeful moment. Hold on until the end, because before we wrap up this conversation, once we've heard from the teens, once we've heard your comments on social media, you're going to hear two parents scrabbling around like a pair of crack-addicted idiots as we actually open up where we think and we're honest with each other about where we think each other's phone usage as parents needs rectifying uh here's some other things that is dangerous that that, that is dangerous for for teens with phones or difficult um side effects accidents apparently this is interesting most the the highest category of driver that has accidents due to uh, mobile phone interruption is teenagers oh newly qualified drivers um they're they're the most likely to be distracted than drivers of any other age which is interesting isn't it um, i think that's there's a whole podcast to be done about the fears of your teenagers driving it's a massive God. deal it's a massive deal obviously anxiety relying on texting as a primary mode of communication increases the anxiety in teens texting is instantly gratifying but also produces anxiety it's that dopamine hit isn't it it's that sort of high and low and high and low and, and constantly doing it um They have here risk of cancer. Although there's no clear evidence of the relationship between cell phone usage and cancer, there are some statistically significant associations in some people. Data collected from five European countries have shown an increased risk of acoustic neuroma in those who used a cell phone for 10 or more years. Be mindful. I have, so for example you know, we, we're, we've, lots of people have very justifiably said we don't know what's in this uh, vaccine it's new, it's new technology it's interesting that we don't really hold the same, you know, we don't hold the fire to the feet of the tech companies in much the same way and I know there was a lot of concern around the ear pods mm. and I do think that that just faded away because it didn't suit anyone and actually mm. because they're incredibly convenient but think about it, you're putting something right in your lug hole Mm. right near to your brain that is having to send all sorts of Bluetooth signals, not necessarily out, but mm. through, if your phone's over yeah, it doesn't over there.
0: really make sense, so, does it? So, you know,
1: an, an obvious one, side effects, side... I remember years
0: ago them saying that, you know, I'm, I can't remember what... I'm only just remembering this now, below a certain age, because the skull is thinner... Yeah. That, that children's brains it is are very susceptible to yeah, phones. Yeah, very susceptible, absolutely. Yeah. And I,
1: I think more studies need to be done about that. I don't know what you think. That's, that's, what, I, that's
0: what I worry so much about, Maddie because she spends so much time on know, a, looking at her phone.
1: And just oh, Excuse me. I worry what might happen to your fingers as well. Um, we've, t- we've talked about it a lot elsewhere. Cyberbullying um, is an obvious one. This is interesting, though. Like false prestige. And this is the idea that... And we, how many of you, listeners have had teenagers running around because they've read it on their snap news feed or they've read it online somewhere. They've become self-appointed experts on a subject that you've Mm. spent most of your 55 years trying to get your head round and suddenly they're walking to the kitchen going, no, 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 this is how it is. Yeah. And And it's it's that false prestige. It's an interesting way to describe it. And
0: they're so... I didn't... know. I didn't... That's interesting that that you've... Connect that to the news. Well, because I false prestige for themselves because of their adoration well, of no, followers.
1: Or... No, no, no. False prestige, as in they're sort of they are an expert. Mm. They've read this news, but it's inaccurate, yeah. and that they, yeah, they, and they have perceived so, subjects.
0: So, I mean, we really have broken it down with our kids, haven't we? When yeah. they come to us with news that we absolutely <coughs> is not tr- is not true. It's yeah. fake news. But you're right. It gets all passed around between all of them, and then it becomes absolute gospel, doesn't
1: it? Uh, Number nine in this list of ten things. These, these are the kind of. It's interesting just to go through through these because sometimes it's quite hard to just pull them all together in a list. Obesity is an obvious one because if you're sat around on your phone a lot more, you're going to do less exercise, aren't you? Yeah. You know. um,
0: Well, and also stress. To go back to the earlier. Problems, stress, anxiety, all these things can lead to comfort eating, junk food eating. Yeah. I mean, a lot of kids watch these videos over and over again. These absolutely obscene.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, cook-offs with the most... Oh, yeah. oh my God! Sometimes I get caught into
1: them. Oh, in terms right? of the content, yeah, oh, yeah my absolutely. God, yeah, and
0: then it makes them starving, yeah. and then, they, then they're they on the Uber Eats.
1: But the final, the final one they've got here is vision problems. So I mean, these are these are the most sort Don't, of yeah. I'm really worrying I
0: mean, about
1: that. What my eyesight's all over I'm really the shop. Worrying about that. But of course, the other thing we wanted to talk about was how uh, smartphones sort of erode family time, quality time, and all of that sort of stuff. And I was reminded of this the other day when we all sat around the table and a very Conventional fashion, all our phones were off, which is unusual actually, because in any scenario, like your parents were around last night, it was your sister's birthday, at some point around that table, there's always someone on a phone at some point, whether it be apart from your parents, actually. Well, no, your mum is, she's got the arrow landing every six, mm. so, shh, boom, shh, boom, with the messages. And my strength. sister's is the most annoying. Well, yeah, but there's this strange it's etiquette constant. or lack of etiquette around using phones at the table, which we accept now or tolerate. And I think me and you, it's the refrain that I see the girls arch their eyebrows about, where we say, it is a work thing. Now, we did have work to do last night, and we had that to deal really with was, it.
0: That really was, but yeah. I would never have done that normally. No, 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 at, but, but I think the arched,
1: eyebrow, the arched eyebrow from the teenagers, I think, is more about them looking... Because there is this willful desire to see parents as much of an addict as mm. they are being accused of so that they can't mm. just be singled out on their own. Mm. You know, they don't want to hear... But the words,
0: Maddie's sorry, moved but, now into saying, yes, I am addicted to my phone, which yeah. is a huge step.
1: <laughs> well, should we listen to Maddie? Yeah, let's. Let's listen to Maddie.
2: Yeah, I feel... Topic of phone. Um, I think phones are... I don't know about destroy family. I think it depends on the family. If a family's strong enough, then it wouldn't destroy a family. Um, I definitely think it destroys family time, though, because um, at a time where you would usually all sit around the sofa... Like, just thinking back to when I was younger, we didn't have phones. Times when you'd all sit around... um, watch television or at the table. Now, if you get a notification, you turn your phone on, you check it. I don't think it destroys it, but there's definitely a difference to family time, um, with phones involved. But I also think everybody gets very irritable when it's a family time with no phones, you know. Um, I think, again, though, my thing with phones has always been it really does depend on the person, uh... And I feel, us as a family, um, obviously my parents, the whole career and everything centres around phones and social media, so there's kind of no way of them not being able to use their phones, similar for me with music as well. I have to be on top of my social media platforms and stuff like that. Um, I have always said, though, that if... Uh, if social media wasn't really a thing, you know, and if I was with all my friends all the time and I just kind of lived, you know, this caravan in the woods and there was nothing there and there were no phones and I was with everybody that I loved. I would have no need for it at all. Honestly, the only reason I use my phone as much as I do is to just be in contact with people and make sure I'm there for people when they need me. Um, social media and stuff like that is just like it a bonus, um, for me anyway. I know that's not the case for a lot of people. So when I'm with my friends, apart from obviously where people want to be taking photos and stuff, when I'm with my friends, I'm not on my phone at all, really. And even with photos of my friends, it will be like, oh, let's just quickly take some photos and that's it. It's not like the whole night is just centered around us getting photos, of videos, and making sure everybody knows what we're doing. It's more like, oh, we want to have these photos to... Remember, you know, and all of this, so yeah, it does depend on the person. Sorry, my blo- <laughs> sorry with my blocked nose, I'm but um, you know, I've met certain people where it is their whole life, and even when they're sat with friends, they're kind of glued to their phone and talking to people that aren't there. Um, I think when it gets to that point, it does destroy relationships and everything. I think phones make modern relationships very difficult as well. Luckily, I'm in a very uh, healthy relationship, but, you know, I haven't been in the past um, and I think phones complicate a lot of things. It's kind of, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like phones should, in my opinion anyway, what's on your phone should be private to you. I feel like what ends up happening in relationships is like you're not only in a relationship with that person, you're also in a relationship with their phone and their details and knowing what they're constantly doing and I think... You know, social media and everything can really affect relationships. It'll be just as simple as, oh, someone liked a photo of this girl and now I'm... Now do they fancy them, do you know what I mean? I think there's just a lot of stresses and anxieties that come with phones um, that are the things that end up destroying relationships, you know. Uh, I do think, though, as, as, you know, as well as there being a lot of bad... That comes from phones um, there is a lot of good that comes from it as well um, and you know I feel like there is so much creativity that's shared through phones just like social media in general all the stuff that comes with phones you know uh, I do think that there should be kind of an age limit like I know if I had kids I wouldn't like you know you're seeing children walk around with phones at like Seven, and, like, the, the they're already asking for phones on their Christmas list at, like, five. I think that stuff's really sad. Uh, I think I got my first phone at 12, uh, maybe 11, but that was only because, like, I only had it for calling uh, my parents because my school was really far away from home, and I didn't have anything apart from that. Like, I only really got Snapchat and Instagram and stuff like that when I was 13, which I guess is still quite young. But, you know, there are kids out there that are, like, seven and they're already on all of these social media platforms and already have their own phones, which I I think that kind of stuff's really scary and that's really bad because phones aren't healthy for you, you know, and I do think it really is an addiction thing, like... uh, And I think everybody has a problem with it in different ways and I feel like everybody likes to deny... That they do, I know that I do as well. But um I think what irritates teens the most about it is, I will kind of get lectured by our parents for, uh, you know, because of our phone addiction or whatever. But then I, I would say that adults are just as bad. Whenever I kind of am out and about and I'm travelling on transport stuff, obviously young people are on their phones as well. But I'll kind of look around and, you know, there'll be loads of young people that are probably with their friends that are not on their phones. And then every adult that I look at is just on their phones all the time. And the thing that my parents would always say when I would say to them, you know, oh, but you guys are just as bad as us. Uh, my parents would always like, yeah, but, you know, we work from our phones and there's nothing more we can do. And I understand that. I totally get that. But the thing is with that is, like, just because it's work on your phone doesn't make it any less dangerous for you or any less unhealthy, do you know what I mean? Like it's still unhealthy even if it's for work. Like it doesn't make a difference if I'm on it to talk to my friends and you're on it for work and we're on it for the same amount of hours. Like, do you know what I mean? Um so they definitely are dangerous. I think they are very stressful things to have. I know that uh if I ever have to kind of like put away my phone for a while, it's not even that I'm like, oh I need to be on social media, I need to let people, you know, know what I'm doing but it's more like I have a lot of, a lot of the people that I love and I know are going through a lot of stuff all the time and I get very stressed that, like, the moment where I put my phone down, something awful happens and I'm not there. So I'm also quite, like, a... I'm kind of the friend a lot of people come to as well, so I guess it's kind of a pressure and it stresses me out a bit. But I just like to know my phone's there, because if there was something... Like, every time, I'm like, even if I'm in the cinema, every time that I can't have my phone available, as soon as I get back to my phone, like, my phone is absolutely bombarded with stuff. Like, it seems like everything kicks off once I put my phone down. Um, so I do think that stresses me out a lot. Uh, and just social media in general just stresses everyone out, to be honest. Um... I do feel sorry for parents, though, because I don't really know how parents could control their child's use of it, because I feel like even if, you know, if you try and narrow down uh, the hours in which they use it, then they'll kind of just be like, oh, I hate you, like, you know. uh, It will just make you more hungry to use your phone. But at the same time, you don't want to just let your kid be on it all the time or whenever they want to, so it is really difficult. I don't really know you know, uh, what parents can do to control it. Uh, Kind of coming back to what I said at the start, I feel like it really depends on the person. Like, my boyfriend, Patrick, he feels no need to use his phone whatsoever. Like, he only uses it, really, to contact me and, like, uh, if he has any questions, search them up on Google and find them out, and that's it. He has, like, no need for anything else. And I really admire that. Uh, And then, on the other hand, I know a lot of people that are like... It's my everything. And I also think it helps a lot of people with social awkwardness. I know if you're kind of... Yeah, in a situation you're not comfortable in or awkward in, people tend to kind of hide behind their phones. Um, I think it also is hard, because although there are all these negatives that come with phones, they kind of are the way of life now. There isn't kind of a way of... It's not like... I can be you know what I'm just throwing my phone away and get rid of social media. I mean it's possible to do that. And I wish I' was somebody that could do that, but realistically the world's kind of starting to revolve around you know phones and social media and everything so it is very hard to try and get out of that cycle because it kind of is our life now and is gonna be our
1: future and uh, only gonna get worse. Wow. Um.
0: I think what we got there was the description absolutely perfectly of addiction. Well that's what we got. I mean the fact that she feels she has to be connected at all times is very like what we were saying about and yet she doesn't feel any safer. And you know, I think that our kids these days and that's why Kiki has been sort of shown up to be so different from all her other friends because she goes to bed and she turns her phone off. It's like, literally, she doesn't... They say, literally, you don't care. This this feeling that they all have to be plugged in at all times to each other in case... That's, well, that's our dog. dog. ..in case something dreadful happens. Yeah, but uh, but that, I, I, that's I, that
1: stress. No, no, I agree. I th- but I think the way you describe that, I don't think you mean it to sound like that. I don't think what we got there was just a manifestation of addiction. I thought it was a very revealing and up close and personal uh, confessional and description Mm. of how a teenager feels about the phones. I think there was an admission Mm. of addiction, there was an element in there where she talked about whenever she turns her phone off something awful happens and there's the fear of not knowing that that something awful has happened, there's the manifestation of addiction, Yeah, yeah absolutely but there was also in there I thought some really really clever observations I don't just have a relationship with a person, I have a relationship with their phone. Wow. That, if yeah, they're in... Yeah, that's they're re- Within that lies a black mirror-style truth. We have to Be- talk to her about that. We have to talk to her about that, because also what she also said is there was a little bit of a throwaway comment there, which I thought was fascinating, which was in a relationship, it's not just about what's being said no. to each other, it's not just to about looking like. at each other's photos, mm. it's who you like.
0: Mm. It's mm. how you respond what to you other like. stuff. It's like being inside, inside someone's brain... But it's not the truth. Mm. And it's like, how do you work out what is the truth? What is your partner thinking? What's mm. the way that... And don't forget, with snap match you can track everything mm. somebody's doing. Mm. And I know what relationship she's talking about and how toxic that got. Mm. Um, but, yeah, even if you're in a relationship with somebody that you love and they're kind to you and they're respectful like you say, you can track more of who they are. Mm. It's very... It leads to obsessional thinking, I think, the
1: phone as well. Yeah, absolutely. And it goes back to the dopamine, because I get that when I... You know, it's funny, there are a few scenarios in which, for me, especially with me and Maddie, where I feel that it's absolutely... It's a, san- it's a sanctum, it's a safe place, it can't be interrupted. The cinema is one of them. And I've noticed just over the years that even the sanctity of the cinema has started to be eroded. You'll see a light go on and you'll see them look, because there is a concern. Where I saw Ma- uh, Kiki was in the cinema and she got something from someone because she was, she was managing a, a crisis. And, and all of these moments, you sort of, as a parent, you sort of think... Well, oh, you no. talk a lot about, because
0: you and Maddie have always watched stuff late night together, yeah. and you said it's changed massively for you massively. because she's on the phone all the time. Yeah, yeah, massively. She's not
1: present no. at all. But then so are we. There are many times no, no, you turn around to me and you'll go... I mean, interestingly, she didn't talk about parents that much. Um, but, you know, there'll be many moments where you'll say to me, if you're watching something, we've agreed to watch it. You'll go, get off your phone, Mark. And there many times I we say do. to you, have gone yeah. down the wormhole we and do it's have not to we, it,
0: What's interesting is that we have to agree it. We say, don't we? Yeah. Right, let's turn our phone off yeah, yeah. and let's do this. And we both look at yeah, each other. Yeah, we have a contractual we, obligation yeah. to watch and this. And we steal ourselves.
1: What's But if ends, I say to you that you're we, on your phone, you'll go. No, I'm not. I'm doing something. It's always I'm doing well, something. It, I have I to think, do.
0: I think once that finger <laughs> starts getting pointed, the finger goes everywhere, doesn't it? Because I think everybody in every relationship that they have.
1: But that's why never gets dealt with because everyone is pointing at yeah, everyone else. The
0: other person is is doing it more than the other person.
1: Yeah. Um, I thought I. I have like to sometimes say.
0: when I just watch over your shoulder what you're looking at, and I just think that's so boring. Well, that's. Because you're looking at graphs. Well, I'm looking oh, at analytics. You're I'm so looking. so boring. Well, I'm, I'm so. It's at it work. And then a minute later, you look at it again. It's
1: work. I'm looking at analytics. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, God, that looks Uh, uh, Shut up! And and what are you looking at? You're going down another wormhole of someone standing in a weird position with their leg in the air and a piece of leotard flying through the window. It inspires me. Yeah, right. It actually does. No, I know, I know. know. But we all have our little foibles. So I have to say, I thought that was one of Maddie's most searingly honest, interesting, you know, full of information. And some absolutely astute observations. So I'm proud to There, sorry. But,
0: yes, Mark, but what I also heard was how intrinsic it is to every moment of her life. But that's what I mean. I heard, I mean, I think she put it beautifully and I think it was really honest. But what I heard was, our child doesn't have a choice. Let me just finish. Our child doesn't have a choice. And, and, And that hurts me and when she said that she looks back as when she was a child and we would all just sit and we and then that's gone and that's gone forever you know it it, there's a there's a hopelessness to what she's saying like we all have like we you know we started off this conversation by saying we reacted like somebody had been murdered when we heard a child Mm. was not given a phone and our our child kind of like with that with that whole conversation there Highlighted that to us. It's so important as a family.
1: I'm usually much bleaker than you. I would argue that only the other night we all had a wonderful dinner and it worked and we I think that that for me will inspire me to make that happen more often. When I go to restaurants more with the girls now say, come on girls, put your phone away. We don't need to be on our phone. Then I go on my phone. But but when she
0: said we get irritated when we sit as a family without our phone, what she means is there's always one that isn't happy with not having their phone at that moment. Because we it's like you and I, like you, I might one day say, "Let's oh, put your phone away, Mark. We are trying to watch it, and that'll be me that day. And then there'll be another day we're watching a program. And you're saying the same to me, so we don't all fall into yeah, and the also, same Yeah, step. you're right,
1: and also, That's I the mean, but thing. also, there's quite a sort of reasonable descri- reason for that in some sense because. Different people have got different priorities on different days. Exactly. We're both being buffeted with different work demands at different times. M- Maddie, I mean, and, and although you could listen to think, oh, well, that's a bit of an excuse that she's always managing people's relationships, she is a huge helper in her peer group she is a huge person that people go to for great advice because she's very empathetic she's very sort of balanced in her help and all that kind of stuff now that that's not to say that's what it all is and that's not to say that that's not shadowing or 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 hiding some degree of clear addiction but when she says, co but when she says and this is a really interesting fact and i've seen evidence of this because we can never ever get hold of her when she's with her friends i thought that was quite heartbreaking and quite endearing that when with friends she is nowhere near a phone. Well, when she said... No, we can't get I hold of a, her, If I lived in, in a
0: caravan her. in a field with my friends... So I, I thought that phone. was so sweet. No, but I think... I thought it was so sad. Well, yeah, but... Because it's, again, these kids, our kids, this generation, are filling the gaps with the phone. Like, I'm looking out there now, and it's this gorgeous, blustery, mild day. How many young people would just be out
1: Outside When I was a teenager, the last thing I wanted been. to do was go out and walk Not necessarily
0: that. a walk, but you'd be out with your yeah. mates, you'd be... You, you, the phone wasn't an option. How so many was,
1: hours a night did you spend on a phone with a long cord coming out of the main room as a child? Well, as long as, as I a teen- without
0: my mum saying, you're running out my bills! Is that, I think it's no, but horses. there was an end,
1: because I was yeah, running was up the out the bills. there wasn't... Well, that's there the point. There was an end. There's that's, that's no a very fucking good point. end with there, these things. It's infinity. Well, let's... It's infinity. Yeah, you're right. Just
0: one second. I just want to see if there's something by the corner here.
1: Uh, I don't know where she's going. Sorry, she's um, gone AWOL. Well, this uh, will be
0: funny. She's
1: gone. Um, I'm just going to fill for time, guys. In fact, what I might do is just quickly check Instagram. Uh, oh, look at that. Our friend in Chiswick has just sent me a message. Um,
0: uh, oh, it's ooh. not there. Oh.
1: Um,
0: Hello, I'm coming back.
1: Anyway, uh, I yeah. I around
0: the kitchen. Yeah,
1: I I'm don't really want an idea to see like, What were you looking for?
0: Right, what I was looking for was about two years ago, I got a, I got a, a, a wooden box made with the Suala Adlies disconnect, and it was round the corner, filled with,
1: with mm-hmm.
2: packets
0: of seeds. Seeds? Yeah, you do.
1: Oh, it. my garden but seeds. I, yeah,
0: well, I don't know where it is, but that, and it always makes me laugh whenever I see it packed. Last I looked,
1: seeds, it was full of Allen keys.
0: Because it has never had a phone in it. No, and actually, we should find that box
1: and Babe, we You've do been it. saying that for years. No, I know, but why don't
0: we ever do it? You've
1: been saying that for as six long, years. I mean, you've been saying so that for almost as long as iPhones it. have been introduced. It's really interesting. We were having a conversation just quickly on this the other day. If I think back, when did I enter television? I was twenty-two. So many years, nearly thirty years ago, there was no mobile phones. There were, I mean, there was one or two, but there were no no mobile phones. And only in the last 10 to 12 years has the smartphone as we now know it been invented. The speed with which this stuff is, has moved along. And so the experimental stage on this generation is yet to know. Forget whether the mm, earpods in your ears give you brain tumours. We don't know what the vision I do. really worry about. Yeah. Well, let's have a quick listen to Carlitos um, on phones.
3: I think... An important thing to realise when talking to a teen about phones is that we were born in an era of technology, whereas our parents were born... When when our parents were born, they never, like, experienced the technology or had access to the things that we now have access to. And so things were a bit different. So... Whether you like it or not, it's a huge part of our lives, and we can't just s- switch off. You know, when people say, I'll just switch off for a bit, we can't just switch off because it's like a huge part of our lives now. It's pretty much what we've grown up with. Um, you know, some people, after an exhausting day at school, it's used as an escape from reality. So, escapism. Into another world, like with the with the um, Playstations and and um, the Xboxes, it it takes away the stresses of everyday life and immerses people in a in a utopian world, and you know it's just very very stress relieving. Um, but for some phones and social media and all that lot can be very toxic. You know, you can go home, log on to social media and discover that you weren't invited to a party or something, I don't know. Or the person you like is flirting with someone else and your problems have suddenly moved from school face to face to at home and online. And so your problems then plague your mind while you're at home where you're supposed to be at peace You know, it it can literally just be endless, and you can be thinking about it and thinking about it, and it can really, really stress you out. Um, As a way to distract myself, I like to have family time with my family. I always suggest we watch a film and all put our phones away, and you know, just all do something together because I feel like that's imperative as a family to just have a moment. It doesn't even, you know, not even once a day once every two days something you know just something to keep us grounded i feel like it's just so important and just do something together but it's not just teens you know parents are always on their phones too that maybe not for the same reason as us um but they still use them to their full potential like my mum for example she's always on her phone as she has to answer emails from ITV and BBC and all her freelance work it's how she gets her work all communication is via email via text via phone calls via your mobile phone you know um Nadia and Mark they're always on their phones because they film the vlogs and everything and they film everything for the youtube channel and and their instagram and they use loads of technology and softwares to edit it all together for you subs to watch you know we all use technology in our own way and we really take it for granted and it's all tailored to all of us so yes overall yes i guess you could say that teens are addicted to technology but take into consideration really really think about how much of it you use in your daily life because my generation, the older generations, we rely on te- lo- technology a hell of a lot more than we think we do. So I think it's important to stay grounded and be able to acknowledge, you know, damn, I really, really need this technology or damn, I could do without it, but I, I acknowledge that I use it. You know, I think it's important to acknowledge uh, h- how much of it we use Um, I think it's important to stay grounded and kind of be able to differentiate and acknowledge in a way. Brilliant.
1: I mean, there you go, two teenagers talking with great vim, vigour and verve about mobile phones and great honesty and you could feel his passion and I thought, you know, I know it's an easy thing to say and it's something that needs to be said and is often said, the genie is out of the bottle, but I think to hear it again and again, I get really sick to death of po-faced, I'm not saying that Ferrari thinks this, but those sort of types that go, well just turn it off. It's it's such a ludicrously unthought through suggestion which doesn't acknowledge real life you can't just turn it off you can't expect a generation just to go flick it off and turn it off I mean there's that wonderful song which we listened to in the car the other day wonderful and yet heartbreaking and frightening by Bo Burnham where he says there's a line in one of his songs where he says something like we put the iPad in your child's hands at four that was exactly what the plan was yeah, And it gives me goosebumps when I think of that. Because <laughs> I is... don't
0: forget the people that invented them. Yes. Don't let their kids have them. Because let... they know
1: point. how addictive yeah. they are. So, you know... Yeah. Uh, and well done, so, Maddie. Yeah, well done, guys. That was so, so, so illuminating. Mm-hmm. So, let have a run through your social media, guys. As ever, your comments are always incredibly insightful. One I was drawn to here, which I thought was fascinating, given that you're doing the sixteen-eight intermittent fasting, mm-hmm. um, Uh, Lulu Fell says "Um, I'm addicted and don't say that lightly I was considering a 12-step programme to come off it but now do 24-9 oh so 9 hours on 20 no 9 hours of 24 she allows herself to be on I mean that still feels like a lot but um (laughs) But I suppose you know you could have some management like that. I wonder if there mm-hmm. is a sixteen-eight. For maybe you should do that for the yeah. YouTube channel sixteen-eight on the phone. That'd yeah. be quite a, quite a funny thing. But I mean th- that's the extent that Lulu fell feels it is that you know twelve-step programming is, yeah. and they do have rehab for people who have tech addiction, gaming addiction. I thought that was what was interesting. Carlito said it's a form of escape. It's not always malevolent and terrible. Mm. Um, Genofi twenty-one. It's impacted in a negative way. I'm the mum, and no one likes me being on the phone. Um, Vicky Ann says, I didn't allow phones up to bed till 16. Uh, but she also says, I love how we can keep in contact and see their faces when they're not at home, for example, at university. Um, Hector, tenant, hi Hector, says, smartphones are amazing, but they distract the family's conversations and I'm constantly saying, are you listening?
0: Yeah.
1: I agree. Teen here, our phones are our lifeline for school and friends, so when it's taken, we feel lost. That's Freya. Mm -hmm. Um... Since lockdown, all of our phone use has gone up. It's been the best way to communicate, says Yeah, I mean,
0: I think everyone threw all the rules out the window, didn't they?
1: Yeah. Through lockdown. Kieran Robbins, you see young adults on their phones all the time, but you can't help but copy them. Mm. (laughs) So unique. The internet and social media can be so positive, I want to teach my daughter the best bits. Yeah. Made by me says benefits equals safety when walking home from school. Impact equals both myself and partner. Uh, can be sat on our phones whilst in front of the TV. We can argue who's on their phone the most. <laughs> That's us. Uh, Claire, love my 11-year-old letting me know where she is and is safe. I mean, safety is a big one, isn't it? Discovery Channel funny moments, brilliant life-changing, all the rest, but, oh, my God, the danger for uninformed kids is terrifying. Yeah. Uh, Tina says, we have a gadget ban on a Sunday so we can reconnect as a family. Uh, oh, No. Vicky-Ann also says, daughter pocket-dialed me and I could hear the, her first time with her boyfriend. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, dearie me!
0: Um, what had to have turned it off?
1: Made by me. Some of my daughter's friends, 11-year-olds, have panicked when I've said leave phones downstairs. That's interesting. Panicked. Panicked.
0: <clears throat> Maddie would panic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Kieran, phones are great, but friends are great as well. It's just about finding the right balance. Ah, but Kieran, Mm. what if the only way to get to those friends is through your phone? Mm. Uh, It seems like, he also says, it seems like teens this day are forgetting about the proper way of having conversations. It's very true. I think there's a word called fubbing or or smubbing or something, which is about being on your phone and avoiding eye contact. Um, Because, you know, social awkwardness is a thing.
0: Emma? You know, Maddy talked about that and how it helps with social awkwardness. Well, does it? Because what happens is when you have social awkwardness and you push through and you find a way to connect with another human being, each time you do that, you are better served for the next time you need to do that. But e- if each time you feel socially awkward, you go into your phone, you're never going to learn those, yeah. you know, those, those, those ways to weave yourself in and out of something that's socially awkward because you've not pushed yourself.
1: Yeah. Um, Emma Carter totally overused my youngest doesn't talk to me as on his phone and when he's not on his phone I'm on mine feel so guilty Mm. Um, and other people talking a lot about hating A.M. McCabe uh, yes, I hate the pressure of the kids wanting a new phone for Christmas because I can't afford it. No, this is the other thing. I mean, they are stupidly expensive. <clears throat> Absolutely. Especially if they've good. got enough storage. And this is the way they work. You know, you get them a really nice phone. It seems cheap. It's a, it's an upgrade. And then you've got five gigabytes. And all your kids then end up doing is going, I can't send store yeah. or keep anything.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyway. Well, there you go, guys. Wow.
0: Depressing. Depressing, but...
1: Yeah, anyway. I just I, I just want to get to back to my social media accounts. <laughs>
0: and you can hear more episodes of Confessions of a Modern Parent on Global Player or wherever you get your podcasts. Ta-da! Bye. <laughs>